the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Looking back at this Gospel in the seventh chapter of St. Luke, and it came to pass the day after that Jesus went into a city called Nain, and many of his disciples went with him and much people. Now when he came nigh to the gate of the city, behold, there was a dead man carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow, and much people of the city was with her. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said unto her, Weep not. He came and touched the bier, and they that bear him stood still. And he said, Young man, I say unto thee, Arise. And he that was dead sat up and began to speak, and he delivered him to his mother. And there came a fear on all, and they glorified God, saying that a great prophet is risen up among us, and that God hath visited his people. And this rumor of him went forth throughout all Judea and throughout all the region round about. It came to pass the day after. The day after what? The previous day, chapter 6, Jesus was in Capernaum. And in Capernaum, there was a centurion. Now, a centurion was a Roman military officer who was in charge of 100 soldiers. And there was a centurion who had a servant that was of great value to him. He loved this servant, and he was sick unto death. And he had heard about Jesus the Messiah. It is apparent that he was probably a proselyte, a convert to the Jewish religion. He sent messengers to Jesus and they explained to him what was going on. They said, you know, this man is he's worthy, even though he's a part of the occupying Roman military force. He has not despised us. He has not treated us bad. As a matter of fact, he built us a synagogue. So please, Lord, do this for the man. And as the Lord Jesus went on his way to the centurion's house, the centurion saw Jesus and the company of people coming, and he sent a messenger saying, Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but simply say the word my servant would be healed because I understand that you are in a position of authority and I understand authority I'm in a position of authority myself if I tell somebody to do something they do it if I say for somebody to come they come and I know that your authority is greater than mine and if you simply just say this my servant will be healed and Jesus said no greater faith hath he found in all of Israel Sometimes the most beautiful flowers can be found in a bed of weeds. The most beautiful of pearls can be found in the deepest, darkest caves 
in the ocean. And here, amidst all of this darkness, amidst all of this unbelief, here is a man that Jesus says, with no greater faith have I found in all of Israel. He said the word, and that very hour his servant recovered. Now, a lot of people, when we think about the followers of Jesus, uh, in a lot of cases we think about the twelve, the, the, the twelve, the disciples, but, but there were more people that followed Jesus. Some people followed because they believed that he was the Messiah. Some people followed because they just liked to see miracles. Some people followed because he made fish sandwiches. But there was a great crowd of people that followed him. And on the following day, he's going into Nain. And this great, joyful crowd of people with Jesus, excited because they just saw a miracle performed, they're going into the city gate, and there is another crowd of people coming through the city gate. This is a funeral crowd. Typically, funeral crowds are not joyous and rambunctious. They're sad, and they are somber. And so this joyful crowd and this sad crowd run into each other. And it's the funeral of a young man, the only son of his mother, and she is a widow. Now, at this time, there was no such thing as Social Security. There were no health benefits. Women didn't have a whole lot of rights. So she was going to be in a very bad economic position. So she is mourning not just for her son, but for her future. And this sad crowd runs into the joyful crowd. And I'd like to say that us, we, we are the joyful crowd. But what happens when we encounter the sad crowd? Is our joy in God contagious enough to infect the sad crowd? Or will their sorrow overcome our joy? Reminds me of the story of the man who went to go see the psychiatrist. <laughs> went into the psychiatrist's office, lay down on the couch. Psychiatrist pulled out his pen and his pad and said, tell me your problems. Man got through telling his story. His story was so sad that he and the psychiatrist jumped up and jumped out of the window. We can allow the world's sadness to hamper our joy, but we have to decide that my joy is contagious because I serve a living Savior. He's in this world today. A living Savior who is the answer for all of our sorrows. He is the cure for all of our soul's diseases. Jesus walks up to the woman, to the mother, and he says to her, weep not. Stop crying. Could you imagine walking into a funeral and telling somebody, hey, stop crying. He says to her, weep not. And then he walks over to the bier touches it and says, young man, I say unto thee, arise. And the dead boy sat up and started talking. 
Now, there were two crowds. There was a joyful crowd and there was a funeral crowd. But at this point, everybody has now become a part of the joyful crowd. So much until this rumor spread around so much. Now, John the Baptist at this time, I believe he was in prison. And John the Baptist is hearing about all this stuff that Jesus is doing. And he's sitting in prison. He says, but you know, but he hadn't come to see about me. So he told some of his followers, go, John got a little discouraged. He said to his followers, go and ask him and don't go, don't disguise yourselves. Go openly, tell him who you are. Let him know that you're my disciples and tell him that John the Baptist sent me to you to ask you, art thou he that should come or should we look for another? Now, John was discouraged. He was sad. Jesus looked into the face of John's disciples, performed some miracles, and said, Now go back and tell John what you saw. The deaf hear, the lame walk, the blind see, the poor have the gospel preached unto them, and blessed is he who is not offended in me. Don't let circumstances, trials, and tribulations discourage you or weigh you down because we serve a God, the only true God, who can say in a word and just turn things around. Never give up. Never lose hope. Do not faint but serve God with a joyful heart, knowing that in the end, he wins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.